Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Sunday, Monday, January 25th, 2021. Not such a fun day the last couple of days because the news came a couple of years ago. We lost one of the all-time legends of sports and people that know me and follow my blog and my podcast and my YouTube and Facebook and all that kind of stuff know what a big sports fan I am. But I was never even bigger sports fan as a kid. And Henry Aaron, Hammer and Hank was one of my all-time favorites. Uh, over 50 years ago, I uh, got a couple of these. I got a few of them. I got three of them. I got three of these photos blown up, and I got some heavy card stock, and I glued the photos to the card stock, and then I put them in an envelope with a return stamped envelope with them and a personal note that I wrote to my heroes asking them to please sign the photos, put them back in the envelope and drop them back in the mail to me. And I got all three back. Uh, one of them, and I don't even remember who it was, uh, but I know that it was simply a stamp of the autograph on there. So I tossed it and I can't even remember who it was. But uh, the other two out of the three, Willie Mays and Hank Aaron, actually signed those photos and a few years ago for uh, my birthday, I believe, my beautiful wife, Michelle, took these uh, two autograph photos from Hank Aaron and Willie Mays and a 1969 photo, uh, uh, baseball card of Mickey Mantle, who was my first hero. First book I ever read, other than the whole Dick and Jane thing, was a uh, Willie, uh, Willie, uh, Mickey Mantle biography in my elementary school library. And uh, I was in New York, born in New York. And even though I was a Mets fan and my dad was a Brooklyn's Dodgers fan, Mickey Mantle, uh, there wasn't any biographies of any Mets players. So I loved watching Mickey Mantle for just the end of his career. Only I remember him hobbling around for a couple of years at the end there. But, uh, and then, of course, the New York Mets. And she took these four things that were in my office and she got them so nicely framed. And so I have them here on my wall, all framed, and uh, there it is. I got best wishes from Hammer and Hank himself, who uh, had an amazing, amazing career. He was just an amazing person. Um, for those that don't know, Hank Aaron finished his career as the all-time home run leader. And he still, to this day, has hit more home runs legitimately, non-steroid-induced, than any other player ever. But he also... A lot of people don't know. He also holds a record for most total bases of all time, still. That's one for a single, two for a double, three a triple, four a homer. He has the most total bases of all time. I think he has uh, the third most hits of all time. Uh, when he got his 3,000th hit, he was the only player to have 500 homers and 3,000 hits. I think he still holds the record for the most RBIs, runs batted in, of all time. Uh, played in the most all-star games of all time, 25 of them, even though he only had a 23-year career. They had multiple all-star games back uh, for a year, few years. Um, and here's the amazing thing about Hank Aaron. 
was he did it all with consistency. Uh, didn't do it with flash or style. Also played his whole career uh, starting in, well, he started in the Negro Leagues because back then, uh, aside from all the yippering and yammering you hear from people today about all the the white supremacy and racist, uh, racism, there was actual racism back then in a major way. And uh, uh, the best, some of the best players in baseball history were not allowed to play in the actual major leagues. So he started his career for a year in the Negro Leagues. But when he came to the major leagues, he started in Milwaukee with the Milwaukee Braves. And then when Milwaukee Braves moved to Atlanta, he became an Atlanta Brave. And then he finished at the end of his career back up to Milwaukee uh, with what is then and now known as the Milwaukee Brewers. But his whole career, basically, uh, not with the one team, but Milwaukee, Atlanta. And the only reason he went to Milwaukee at the end of his career was because he could really no longer field, even though he had won a few gold gloves during his career. He was a great outfielder. Uh, stole over 200 bases. Uh, hit the most homers of all time. He could run, he could throw, he could hit. Uh, amazing person. Uh, he ended up uh, going into, uh, I think he was one of, like assistant to the commissioner, one of the top or, or league president or something. He was like top administrative person in baseball for years. Great ambassador of the game. Um, but so consistent. Those last two years he went back to Milwaukee because he switched to the American League where he could be a DH and not have to play the field. Otherwise, uh, his whole career with one team, just consistent guy. Uh, for people who don't know, he holds a couple of uh, records that are pretty amazing. One is he never hit, well, I guess it's not a record, but he never hit more than 50 homers in a year. And yet he's the all-time home run leader, uh, other than Barry Bob until Barry Bonds and other than Barry Bonds. Uh, but he did it all with just amazing consistency. Another thing... Uh, Along those lines, he, I think to this day, is still the only baseball player of all time who ever hit more than uh, 20 home runs in 20 different years, something like that, or hit uh, 15 home runs in 30 years. Or I think he's the only player ever to hit 20 home runs in 20 years. I don't know. Uh, other people might know better. Let's see some people here correct me on my statistical inaccuracies here. How about that, Phil Brakefield? Met Hank once, shook my hand, and it felt like he could crush ice with that grip. Uh, those players back then, and, and that was the key to Hank Aaron. If people don't know, uh, thanks for that, Phil, that he was known to have the strongest wrists in baseball, pretty much in the world. There's no batting gloves in those days. There was no, uh, there was no uh, you know, uh, equipment in the clubhouse, weightlifting machines and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh, he was just... Uh, Pure strength, pure consistency, super guy. And I'll tell you, one of the things, the biggest lessons I learned was about that. What a man he was, was when he hit, when he was coming up to the record of Babe Ruth, to hitting number 714, and uh, coming up to that record, man, talk about racism. The death threats and the vehemence and the attacks. And uh, we were wondering if he, he had hit seven. He finished the 1973 season, as I remember, with 713 homers or seven, yeah, 713. And he needed one to tie and two to pass Ruth to start the next season. And we actually wondered, uh, sane people wondered, I, I think with a lot of reason, whether he would survive to play the next year or whether some whacked out racist lunatic loser uh, would actually do something to him. Uh, but he made it to that season, and he made it a couple of years behind, but, uh, beyond. But I remember staying up that night watching on TV when he hit that 
that uh, record-setting home runner, just amazing. Uh, uh, what a night, what a guy, uh, what a player, what a great role model I was lucky enough to have as a young kid. Uh, and uh, I remember lessons I've learned from him about consistency, about uh, humanity, about uh, grace under pressure. Um, he was never one of these flashy. I, I think he never even made more than than two hundred fifty thousand dollars back then. Top players, you know, if you made six figures, it was unbelievably amazing. So he was never one of these high rolling, big shot, uh, you know, big ego type of guys. He just consistently went out there and outperformed almost everybody of all time. So amazing loss, and uh, for anyone that knew him or met him uh, or was. Uh, tremendously influenced by him in their life, like I was. Uh, it's it's just a big, big loss. Uh, and so um, I don't see any questions, any other questions, comments, concerns, but uh, anything else to say, and I know there's plenty of it, uh, please post it in the comment below. Um, that'll do it for what is normally Sunday fun day. This message, not a lot of fun, although, you know, he lived a long, certainly full life, so it's not like uh, shockingly, amazingly saddened by it. We should be joyed that we get to remember him. And uh, for those of us that he's a part of us, uh, it's an everlasting memory. So thank you, Hammerin' Hank Aaron. And that'll do it for Sunday Fun Day, January 25th, 2021. Catch you tomorrow on Direct Mail Monday over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making